Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 415. The three things you need to know this hour first. Records show interviews between DCFS and the Hate family before they were found dead in their Enoch home. Alleged years of abuse by the father who was never interviewed. I'm KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe. Second, it now appears there's a deal with education groups on changing Utah's constitution so income tax can fund things besides education. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. We do have delays northbound I-215's west belt. It starts just before I-80 and continues up to 7th north, where we've had a crash on 700 north proper that has closed the ramps to uh, I-15, the exit ramps. And then we also have delays for both directions of I-15 between Kaysville and Farmington. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Mostly cloudy by this afternoon, then more snow chances over the weekend. I'm Matt Johnson. 39 degrees now. KSL's top national stories. From ABC News, I'm Chuck Sieverton. Some news about what was taken off of the U.S. Chief Executive, ABC's Dave Packer. During last month's physical, President Biden had a small skin lesion removed from his chest. The White House doctor in a memo says the biopsy confirmed it was basal cell carcinoma, but says all cancerous tissue was successfully removed. The memo says the side of the biopsy is healed nicely, and dermatologists will continue keeping an eye on it. President Biden at the White House thanking German Chancellor Olaf Scholz for his strong and steady help for Ukraine. Together we work lockstep to supply critical security assistance to Ukraine, and uh, from everything from what we've done in lockstep, ammunition, artillery, armored tanks, air defense systems, and We've been together throughout this. Laughter he didn't apparently intend to provoke as he spoke to a conference in New Delhi, India. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov blaming Ukraine for the war. You know, uh, the war uh, which uh, we are trying to stop and which was launched against us using (laughs) Ukrainian people. Talking about holding Russia accountable for alleged war crimes in Ukraine. President Zelensky and top law enforcers from the West Meeting in Lviv, including U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, ABC News contributor Mick Mulroy, a former Pentagon official. What we've seen in this campaign, this military campaign, is essentially a series of war crimes that we haven't seen uh, much at all since the end of World War II. Most of the conventions that came out of World War II was to prevent this level of atrocities. Everything's being done to ensure that the International Criminal Court is successful in punishing Russian war criminals, says Ukraine's president tonight to his nation. Wall Street's major indexes ended strongly higher for the day, and it was the best day for the stock markets in six weeks. The Dow added over 380 points. You're listening to ABC News. 
I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. And time for the KSL In-Depth. We are live at the Utah State Capitol this final day of the legislative session. Joining me now here in the grand old Supreme Court chambers, Tyler Clancy, uh, a representative in the House from Provo. This is your first term. New, new as can be. Thanks for having me, Jeff. So uh, it's a, every day is a new experience. Uh, I, I want to find out about that. What has surprised you as you've gone through this legislative session? What, what surprised me is, is how um, collaboration happens. It really, I, you know, I'll watch one representative go to the other side of the floor and shake hands and make someone laugh and then click right in and maybe they can get a yes vote that maybe was a no. So tell me about the room that, where it happens, <laughs> if you will. Uh, what's it like? Are there actually, not in Utah, but are there smoke-filled rooms? You know, no smoke-filled room. A lot of Diet Coke-filled rooms. There I'll you tell go. you that. Donuts. <laughs> but no, even on the floor, I mean, it, it's in flux. Uh, it comes and goes with issues, the, the tension. But by and large, it's it's really a laid-back and uh, amicable, amicable environment where I feel like people are connecting and, and uh, mixing it up uh, in the, in the mar- marketplace of ideas. How about today? Is it like pedal oh, to the metal? Today's pedal to the metal. So a lot of people, I mean, it, it, it's levity. People are laughing, and because we all accept that it's crazy, but um, it's it's moving quickly. What measures did you get behind in a strong way? I, I had the opportunity. My priority legislation was House Bill 332, the Fallen Officer Memorial Scholarship for firefighters and police officers who have died in line of duty to make sure that their children um, can and can know that we didn't forget about them. Um, I also was had opportunity to engage deeply on uh, Senate Bill 156, the Sherry Black Bill, um, that uh, actually restricted law enforcement's use of um, uh, IgG DNA searches, um, as well as Senate Bill 117 with the domestic violence um, that the Lieutenant Governor kind of uh, keyed up. So I uh, just tried to hit the ground and, and run. Congratulations on your successes. And next time round, you won't be a rookie anymore. That's, that's right. A pleasure to speak with you. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Representative Tyler Clancy live. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.